Hey guys, it's Aria, and welcome back to another episode of Fem Bolden. Today, Katie and I have some very special guests today, Ava and Patrick from Youth Against Inequality, which is a newly formed activism group stations in the south suburbs of Chicago. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit more about what Youth Against Inequality is and how was it founded? Alrighty, so Youth Against Inequality is just a group of teenagers that was formed when we were all interested in going to the downtown Chicago protest. And um, since then, we were kind of interested in making our own events. So it's just an activism group, like you said, in the South Suburbs, who is just interested in trying to make a difference within our own communities and eventually branching out. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, Patrick, do you want to tell us a little bit more about how it was founded and what prompted you guys to, to start Youth Against Inequality? So, like Ava said, it was founded, um, you know, we were, I think Ava, Ava and her friends, you know, started a group chat because uh, we all wanted to go to the downtown protest. You know, it's smarter to go with friends than, you know, by yourself. And that's how the group started. And, you know, People would think, like, the group chat would have died after the protest, but then, you know, we started sending other protests and other, like, events happening around us. And that's when, like, you know, we all, like, you know, formed a bond with each other. And then what prompted us to start, like, you know, we got the actual name. Uh, we wanted to, like, you know, uh, start our own, I guess, movement, sort of say, and then plan our own events. So that's when, like, the vigil came in. And then one of our members said, you know, we have to have, like, a... a identifiable name like for our group and that's where youth against equality i mean inequality started that's great um what are some of your short and long-term goals with your group so right now we have a vigil planned in remembrance of police brutality victims um this saturday the 13th 6 30 to 8 30 so that's kind of our shortest goal and at that um vigil we'll be selling black lives matter car stickers black trans live matters t-shirts there will also be banners that people can sign so that event and the things included in that event are our short-term goals right now but our longer term goals we eventually want to do a fundraiser so we can raise funds to donate and it's much easier to do events and such when you have money to fund it and we also want to do our own protest so those are some of our longer-term goals right now. Yeah. Okay, great. Oh, no, sorry, Patrick, you can go ahead. Oh, I mean, you know, with the shirts and the keychains we're selling, you know, everything we make that day, you know, is going to go back to, like, for the shirts, is specifically for Black trans victims and their GoFundMes. But, you know, the keychains, you know, there's going to go back to um, different uh, fundraisers started for, like, you know, like the Minnesota Freedom Fund and the Chicago so, like, everything we make that day is going to go directly into a, a fundraiser for a cause. Yeah, I think that's really cool that you guys were prompted to start this organization, especially because there is so much, like, political unrest going on at this time. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, there are so many posts going around talking about, you know, cancel 2020, but mm -hmm. I think this is one of the many good things that's coming out of 2020 is youth against inequality and you guys starting to create such an amazing foundation um, an organization that allows people's voices to be heard and i also love i mean here at fem bolden we are intersectional feminists and i do love the intersectionality of 
your guys's group so talking about black trans lives talking about black members of the lgbtq plus community and being able to incorporate them in the black lives matter movement because all black lives do matter so i do think Mm -hmm. that's so important so why do you guys think that it was so important to create the organization like youth against inequality at this time uh we thought it was important just because a lot of people like especially like we're all near our age voting or already voting but a lot of people younger than us really think that like they can't do anything besides vote and they can't even do that yet but you know it's really like far from the truth like you can do a lot of things to inspire change within your community and that's like where it all like started with the youth idea like i feel like you know we're the ones that are going to be like the next you know the next leaders the next politicians you know the next you know people in this world so if we want to like shape a world for our children and you know our children's children to live in like we have to start now instead of just waiting uh, for a certain age to start, like, your activism, like, you can start at any time, really. Right. I definitely agree, because that's part of the reason we started from Bolden, because we want um, younger voices to be heard, and the sooner you start being more active, the more changes you can make. Mm-hmm. So... Um, how do people become a part of Youth Against Inequality? So, we are a pretty newly established group. So, in our group chat, we kind of have passwords floating around, and we have a cash app for donations. So, we're not looking to add people to the group chat while we're getting all that stuff set up right now. But um, Youth Against Inequality is not an exclusive group. Um mm-hmm. People can join just if we see that you're supporting and if you're supporting and donating and coming to the events and we see that you're using your voice and speaking out, um, definitely in the future, we would be looking to add people just while we're setting things up right now. I think we want to work on establishing credibility right now. Right. I'm with Ava. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that like, like we said, like there, this time is so odd Mm -hmm. but it's it's not anything new everything that we're going through things that centuries of turmoil and political unrest that has honestly just been waiting to i would just say burst because there is you know so much that's going on all the time there are so many victims of police brutality like george floyd like brianna taylor um and people who are victims of senseless violence like trayvon martin and like ahmaud arbery and those are just the names of people that we do know. And there's so many people that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that Youth Against Inequality, especially, I mean, all of the young activism groups like Tamara Talks, where she talks about, you know, being black in America and her role as a black woman in America and inspiring young black girls with her book and her um, other outreach programs. And like Youth Against Inequality, when you guys are organizing protests and fundraisers and creating just an amazing platform for youth to be able to speak out and people and like from Bolden where we have the podcast and our website and all these other things where we just advocate for social change and you know feminism because feminism is all encompassing of Black Lives Matter and of supporting the LGBTQ uh, community like I said earlier because it is intersectional and I just think it's really important for youth to be uplifted during this time especially Black youth and I think like I said that's I'm so excited for you guys to to continue on and create your your platform and just build up and like you said build credibility. Um so what would you say 
is going to be one of the harder things about continuing on the program when you guys do go to college? Uh, One of the harder things will probably be like, you know, we have a very like our group of people are now very motivated, but, you know, as you like separate and then like, you know, instead of like uh, the meetings we had last night where we all can join each other in one place, you know, it's going to set up a barrier because we'd have to do Zoom meetings online or, you know, just FaceTime calls. We tried right. to like set an area up for like we'll call each other. Well, we'll set up a meeting like twice a month at least. So, you know, if you can't make one, hopefully you can make the other. Mm-hmm. But one of the probably the biggest reason is going to be like just keeping the fire going because a lot of people feel like right now that if uh, George Floyd's murderers, they get like they go to jail, you know, they think the fight is over. But there's still like so many other victims like Walter Scott, uh, Breonna Taylor, Tamir Rice, Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin, who's like the killer is like it's still like civil unrest with all those cases. And even if we just ignore victims right now, there's still like the need for police reform, institution reform, just like there's so much to fight for right now that like I feel like if people get complacent, that's going to be the hardest way to keep going forward. Yeah, I definitely agree because, like you said, um, I've seen a lot of posts about, like, making sure it's a movement and it continues to have momentum and not, it's just not the cyclical thing, which it has been, which is another black person being killed in senseless acts of racism and violence. And then we're outraged for a few weeks and then the media stops covering it again. So I just think, like I said, it's really important that you guys continue the momentum on even you know when it does get hard and i do commend you guys for having um a plan in place for doing that yeah i really like this group because it's not something that's like when all of this quote unquote goes back to normal you guys are still going to be promoting activism letting your voices be heard and drawing attention to this ongoing issue and i feel like um Maybe when you guys go to college, you can try to start something at your own school and, like, connect it to the suburbs and, like, I don't know. That would be pretty cool. I agree. <clears throat> that would be cool. And I think we we kind of have these weekly meetings where we kind of check in and go over an agenda so we can keep the momentum going. And that was something that was brought up is um, growing different branches in our own campuses But I think right now we're just going to try and focus on keeping the momentum going, making sure we're staying in touch with each other. And then when we all come back home for college, so those winter, spring and summer breaks, that is where we can do a lot of the stuff that we do. Mm -hmm. Of course. Um, What's been the most rewarding part in the process of creating youth against inequality? I think... The most rewarding part has been seeing that um, easy isn't the right word, but just seeing how effective we were able to make something in such little time and seeing just the overwhelming support of people. I mean, there were so many people that just donated to our cash app and started following our social media and Um, are planning to come to our vigil so I think just seeing that overwhelming support of people when we're such a new group is extremely rewarding but then of course um, I think especially once we do events and we do our fundraiser and our protests I feel just being a part of change 
is a really, really, really good feeling. Um, continuing to have momentum when in a time where typically it's lost is a good feeling. So I'd say those two things. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Like, I know when we started Femme Bolden and having so many young girls reach out to us about, you know, being able to speak out on um, sexual harassment, sexual assault, so many people come in and tell us that what we did was inspirational to them. I honestly could have never imagined that feeling, um, especially because I know you guys as students and stuff, and I know Caitlin, and, you know, we all went to the same high school and you guys are continuing on to your secondary education. And like, I know that we've all been outspoken people, but actually creating an organization where you have proof that what you're doing is mattering and what you're doing, you're putting forth an effort to advocate for social change, advocate for social justice, advocate for equity and equality. I could totally imagine how rewarding that has been for you guys. Cause you guys have received an overwhelming amount of support and Caitlin and I at Bimbolden, we support you wholeheartedly. So if there's anything you guys would need, of course, you can reach out to us. And I, I'm sure that the that's true, you know, vice versa. Um, so what would you guys say that you guys are going to try to continue to do? Because it is Pride Month. Um, like you guys said, having uh, Black Trans Lives Matter stickers. Do you think you would have a separate march? For in, in commemoration to the Black lives of the LGBT community that would be lost? Or do you just think that um, that's all tentative? And, you know, you guys are still creating your platform. So, of course, there is no direct answers. But, like I said, do you guys think that you guys would continue on in that direction or just continue in the way that you guys are doing? Um, I definitely, we have in a, in a meeting last night, it was about, like, uh, coming to bench, like, Right, of course, so we didn't get to it, but we're definitely. I I definitely was gonna bring an idea to our next meeting. We have one on Thursday about something for Pride Month, at least. I don't know if it was gonna be a rally, or anything of that matter, but we were definitely like getting to that. Yeah, so I totally agree. I'm just gonna ask another question, just kind of going off of how we are at Fem Bolden. Um, and this is just more of a personal question with your own opinions. Um, what do you guys think is important about youth against inequality and how it ties into intersectional feminism? Um, so at Youth Against Inequality, we do have a lot of female members in our group. And I would say everyone in our group is pretty much on the same page when it comes to that all people deserve equality that's kind of the basis of our group youth against inequality for everyone um not just black people but i mean everyone does it's just we're focusing on black lives right now because of the recent events but it is pride month um and as patrick said we want to do a rally or something and we are doing the t-shirts but i think um it with regards to intersectional feminism uh we wholeheartedly support that Everyone in our group does. Yeah, I was going to say, not just the females. Every male in the group is a feminist, too. And we all have to, like, actually, intersectional feminism, how, like, different women, like, they experience, like, different, uh, they experience different things and, like, 
how like people try to make feminism like this one thing and like it's like one identity when actually it's like it's so much more than that but you know, uh, in our next meeting we're definitely going to cover it for sure but we can't give like a specific date right now which would be yeah of course um so this is more of just like a personal question i guess but what are your opinions on the american justice system right now do you want to go ava or should i uh i can start in all right so obviously the biggest thing right now is it needs reform the protests that we're planning right now, the message that we want to have, because I feel like a lot of protests, and while it's awesome to have protests, I feel like you need um, an action word or statements or just things to do to follow that protest. Like you need a message. Mm-hmm. So our, the message for our next protest is going to be police reform now in our communities. Um, don't wait for something to happen. We need it now because, I mean, it, it's no secret that the justice system is extremely extremely corrupt uh, and it's built on systematic racism so it's made to benefit white people and obviously that it's i mean i don't understand how you could not see that it's corrupt and evil and disgusting and it just needs reform and so that's why we need to go to these protests and sign petitions and donate because I mean it it's disgusting, and it can't keep happening. Piggybacking what off she said, like it's like the whole people try uh certain people try to make it seem like like if we take like one idea that you know black people commit more crimes, it's not really as simple as that. It's like black communities are over policed compared to like a community like Homewood or Flossmore. right. So when mm-hmm. you over commit over uh, police people, especially when you're looking for uh, to arrest someone for something, that black people are going to be arrested and put in prison at, at a disproportionate uh, ratio than what white people. <clears throat> and so, right. like, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just responding. So we have to acknowledge in our justice system how, like, <clears throat> we have to we have to acknowledge in our justice system, like what causes this. And one of the main like causes of this is the fact that the police are so like overfunded with so much military gear that they don't really need when the problem, the solution is simple. If you take away money from police and then put it back into your community, you're going to have a community which doesn't need to, uh, doesn't need to commit such acts and it's thriving on their own rather than just over-policing a slum and then blaming it on the fact that the residents that live there are just these people, these quote-unquote thugs that can't do any good for themselves. But that's just my stance on it. Yeah, and I think that it's so important to recognize all of the things that um, you and Ava said and talk about demanding social change now because honestly oftentimes in history books when you demand immediate change you're called radical but I don't think that that should be deemed as radical I think that that's important and I think it's necessary for us to demand social change now because every day there are black people being killed in senseless acts of police brutality there are so many names as I stated earlier that we don't know 
And I think mm-hmm. as Black people who are engendering social change around our community and across the globe, and there are allo- allies who are trying to educate themselves. And I think we should talk about, you know, the importance of supporting Black businesses in this mm-hmm. and uh, reading um, literature by Black writers. And so, for example, um, so if you live out here in the south suburbs of Chicago, some Black-owned restaurants, just to give a few, is Hidden, Manning, Hidden, Hidden Mana Cafe, pardon, DA, DA's Deli, Priscilla Soul Food, Daisy's Cafe, Benzino's Crab Shack, Flavors, Angelica's Bakery, Kenny's Ribs and Chicken, and I've had most of these restaurants, and they were all so good, so of course, you can definitely go support Black businesses by eating there, eating out there, giving a nice tip, especially because we have been in quarantine and there is definitely um, some money that's been lost in that. So support them. Um, If you would like to educate yourself more on racism, police violence against Black women and Black women of color, an amazing book is Invisible No More by Andrea Ritchie. So she just examines in that book how Black women, Indigenous women, and women of color experience racial profiling, police brutality, and immigration enforcement, especially because I think we um, tend to forget the names of women who are victims of police brutality. And I do think that misogyny does persist in the conversations we are having about engendering social change and creating police reform. So I think it's definitely important to not get lost, um, get the women lost in that conversation. If you want to talk or read about the abolition of prison, read Are Prisons Obsolete by Angela Davis. And that's just an amazing book about prison reform and how prison is um, like modern day racism. Um, Mass incarceration. You can read The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. So it just talks about the caste-like system of the American injustice system and how women and people of color are treated unfairly in prisons. So those are just a few books that you can read to educate yourself on police brutality about the American injustice system and what you can do to inform yourself and create social change across the globe and in your community because it does start there. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can go follow Youth Against Inequality on their Instagram at Youth Against Inequality and stay tuned for the rest of the season too because Katie and I have some very exciting things in store. Also check out our website www.fembolden.org for Fembolden updates, episode descriptions, all of our social media links, and the links to each of our listening programs or platforms, sorry, which is Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Anchor FM. And remember, we see you, we hear you, we are you, you are not alone. Thank you guys so much, Ava and Patrick from Youth Against Inequality for being a part of this needed episode. Of course, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Bye. Fembolden is a teen-led podcast where we discuss a variety of topics surrounding femininity, social activism, and adolescence. We want to encourage other young women to use their voices to call out issues within their community and on a global spectrum. We appreciate all of our support and believe that feminism should be open to all genders.